This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Everyone needs to unload to someone who's unbiased and who isn't judging. Visit BetterHelp.com allies and unload the stress. Welcome to the Easy Allies Podcast. I'll be your moderator, Brandon Jones. Joining me this week, panelist, Brad Ellis. Hi. Michael Huber not feeling well. Correct. So we don't want no Michael Huber around here that's not feeling well. No alarm bells going off. Just Michael Huber not feeling well. He puked. Yeah, he puked. Oh, TMI. I'm going to beep that out. That's offensive. To start a podcast, my co-moderator that, gosh darn it, I've missed so gosh darn much, (laughs) Daniel Bloodworth. (laughs) <laughs> hey, I've done. A, I did a remote podcast. I did one or two podcasts without you. I think we recorded one before the holidays. It's all a blur. Yeah. Um, 2022 slowly making its way forward. We'll get to the. We'll get to some news. Making it all happen in the control room. Isla Hank. Hi. 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 Distinct. <clears throat> distinguished guests. We are here to discuss some of the biggest headlines in video games this week. But before we do that, we must answer for the mistakes we made in the last episode. Isla Hank, begin corrections music, please. Boop. The Uncharted 4 collection that just came out, that's coming to PC later. The January mm-hmm. date is only the PS5 version. When the ports and stuff like that, that's always the bane of doing Q1, Q2 mm-hmm. previews or whatever. Oh, any any kind of release. I, thought, I thought I had a handle on it last week, but no. It's one of the reasons we don't put like platforms and stuff on Huber Syndrome, because then it just becomes a mess. It's like... Yeah. Oh, it comes out on Wednesday on this, and then like the next Thursday on uh, that, and it's like, oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Specifically credited someone on YouTube, which I don't normally do, and botched their name. Shout out to Sicky, S-Y-K-K-Y, not S-K-K-Y. Missed a, missed a Y there. Why? I don't know. Fire Sprite was acquired by Sony in September. Mm. Uh, we didn't know who Fire Sprite was. Fire Sprite's going to be working on the Horizon VR game. Got it. Uh, with, of course, Gorilla. Gorilla yeah. Under Siege 2 is Dark Territory, not Enemy Territory. Stupid. Uh, it was a cheeseburger and a sprite in Pulp Fiction. I don't, re- I don't recall him specifically saying what it was, but then like now I can kind of hear Samuel Jackson saying that. But um, um, took a long sip mm. out of. Good scene. When talking to David Jaffe, the director of Days Gone, and a lot of people reported on this, admitted that his calculation of copies sold of Days Gone was based on the number of people who played it, uh, which could include free copies via PS Plus and all sorts of weird loopholes oh, that right, right, makes right. his argument have a little less teeth. Some people call this out on it because literally like that can't, I, like on the way home, like. Mm-hmm. Polygon called me on the phone. Hi, it's Polygon. You were wrong. I'm like, well, we already recorded the podcast. So, I mean, we were know. just saying what he said. So. Um, yeah, but and and, and the, I think the conversation still holds up. It's like, yeah. do, what value does the Tsushima franchise have over Days Gone? Mm-hmm. Is it that much of a difference? Like, is Days Gone that unsalvageable that they're the, the Tsushima's just well, gold paved road for the future potentially? Because of that Metacritic, um, I guarantee it. That's yeah. I, I think there's probably a lot of other. Well, it took like seven of... years for them to make that game too, so that didn't help. Yeah, yeah. you weren't on that podcast, but nobody cares about your take. You're done. You had your shot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the guy in the beginning of Cube was cut up by, by wires. That's why I said wires. I think he said lasers. Oh, well, because you know what you were thinking of lasers or wires or whatever. But yeah, you would get flash with wires. Right. Uh, Resident Evil, of course. Uh, right. Excellent yeah, yeah, yeah. laser sequence was... that I think was called back to at least once, maybe twice. Wasn't there something like that, like Johnny Mnemonic? Mnemonic. Get it yeah. right. Well, I'll look for that correction next week. Next week, uh, from insignificant, insignificant, insignificant. Uh, Foveated rendering is not for eye tracking, Isla. 
That's uh, what it said on the it's internet. A wa- well, no, it, it is, but for this specific reason. Uh, do you know what foveated rendering is? It's one of my favorite types of rendering, actually. I didn't know at the time. You read a sentence, and then someone else explains it to you. Fo? It's when games aren't rendering the thing you're not looking at. Oh, or at least that's my understanding of it. Yeah. And I love that. The GTA Feel trilogy the just came back, and that was always my favorite when you need a car. If you're playing any of the GTA remasters, and you run out into the street, and you're like, I want a car. Turn around. Then turn around again. You're like, ah, oh, there's a car. Like, because it'll it'll spawn. They want to do that drive-by. They want to do meaning, not your classic San Andreas drive-by, but they want that effect of a car, you know, like they want to fill the town, but they don't want to load something right in front of you. So I'm going to wait till you're, like, stable, looking in the opposite direction, and then I will load a car that is driving in your direction. It's like LOD or culling or whatever. But, like, yeah. in my defense, literally the description is, Foveated rendering is a rendering technique which uses an eye tracker integrated in virtual reality right. headset to reduce the rendering workload by greatly reducing the image quality of the peripheral in the peripheral vision. It's not my fault I can't ever get the whole thing out. I'm having way too much fun throwing it under the bus. It was probably my fault because I should have called <laughs> out that the thing that connects these two things is the PlayStation VR 2, according to Sony, is going to use eye tracking to do that when it renders. Mm. So it's going to know where you're looking, so it's not going to spend so much time, potentially, on something that you're not looking at. You're facing it, but not looking at it. Which is, like, kind of... I've had an an idea for an artwork for a very long time, where it's a, a frame with a sensor in it that can tell when it's being looked at, and the image would be constantly moving whenever no one is looking at it, and as soon as someone looks at it, it stops just to like stress people out because you'd always be like, did that just move? What? Like a boo in Mario? Yeah. And so like, this is like that. It's like existentially kind of terrifying to be like, if you're looking over here, this gets worse. I bet horror games can have some fun times about VR eye tracking. You nuts. Layers of Fear 4 exclusive to PSVR 2 is going to be pretty sweet. I have to wonder, yeah, with with that, like how well you'll notice it because like a lot of those tricks, you you do see like yeah. oh, it's scaling over there, or it's moving, or it's getting blurry, or whatever. Incorrect is music, please. Boop. It's oh. kind of thing someone's gonna remind us about in four years. I'm gonna be like, they did do that to PSVR two. Do we ever get that? And it's like developers would be like, yes, nobody really. We didn't mm-hmm. talk because about it in marketing because it was just whatever. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the thing we're doing to your eyes. Uh, this isn't a correction, but uh, King of Sharks pointed out something that I felt was legit. Uh, I was inquiring on Ore Wars last week. The uh, King if of Sharks? The King of Sharks. Oh, my God. All, all the other sharks step aside. That uh, Kyle Bossman might potentially be in Fortnite. Might be something you want to pick for an Ore Wars. And King of Sharks said, I wouldn't be able to stand playing as Kyle in Fortnite. All my inputs would be delayed. Aha. Oh, boy. Let's why, do you, play. why do you give him attention? <laughs> why do you even do this? <laughs> it's only attention when he listens. Nah. <laughs> Let's play a new game. I got a game for you, Bloodworth. That's right. Oh. When there's new games, there's new bits, there's new opening things for the Easy Allies podcast, especially for a brand new year. If it's a good one, it's not my idea. Daniel Bloodworth gave a starring role Ooh. last year. But starring role might come back at the end of this year. We had so much fun. I saw somebody suggest, I think it was the Cody Spencer who gave me this game, suggested, what about the opposite? What about right. movies, but video game characters? Mm. So the movie backed out. No, wait. No, video games, but movie characters. There, I got it right. So video game backed out. Mario backed out of Mario 64. What, what Danny DeVito from what movie? Because Danny DeVito is known to make an appearance on this podcast. Cody Spencer suggests one on Cup of Jones, and I loved it. Shout out to everyone who's ever given me an opening bit suggestion. But this, I just got too excited. Um, It's called Who Gamed It? There's been a murder. Okay. A video game murder of a video game character. And usually this is something that happens all the time. This is very serious. There's no coming back from this. Uh, It is up to the easy allies, the easy allied, excuse me, detective agency to solve 
this murder. It's going to take a while. These things do. Okay. Uh, as someone who's just recently uh, on jury duty, you know that you know just the just the investigation. That's just the beginning. You mm-hmm. know, it might take a while before we can finally find justice in this case. Uh, I actually I forgot to bring this up beforehand. I can't show uh, the image that we're about to show uh, uh, present. You know, wink, wink. The image that I gave you, Isla. Uh, so you can't see that if you're listening or watching the podcast. It's gruesome. But I just oh. want to show all of you for the sake of this game. Okay, so I want you to look at this image, wink, wink, that Isla's about to show, wink, wink, and let me know who this is. Okay. Because we, we've had we've had sketch we've had sketches. Look at that. I mean, so this is the body. This is the murder scene. It's gruesome. I told you. Don't even describe it because okay. kids might be listening to this podcast. Okay. We gotta I'm figure not even out sure how to describe. We gotta I've figure seen. out the detective agency it's, who uh, this is. Black and white and red okay? all over. Ooh. Some of our detectives have ideas of who this who this corpse could be. Okay. Okay. Does that look like Kratos? Ocarina Young Link. Lanky Kong? Tom Nook? Kirby? Professor E. Gad? Do you remember Professor E. Gad? Mm-hmm. Do we remember? Yeah, it's from Luigi's Mansion. That's what I figured. Yeah. The submitter mentioned uh, that game specifically, as if you wouldn't know. Agent 47? <gasps> what a twist. Or Duke Nukem. I'll say them again. <sighs> and again, just like you, I don't want you to pick someone who's just been murdered. Someone's been murdered trying to figure out who it is. Who does that look like? Kratos? Ocarina Young Link? Lanky Kong? Tom Nook? Kirby? Professor E. Gad? Agent 47? Or Duke Nukem? Because we have to notify their next of kin, family, and everybody gets yeah. through all of this stuff. There's some orange. It could be Tom Nook, but. I'm thinking Lanky Kong. Lanky yeah, Kong. Oh, my goodness. I mean, as much as I wish it was Lanky I mean, Kong. I haven't heard from that guy for a while. I thought it was Kirby. A lot of pink. All of these people have been reported missing in the last 48 hours, so we're hoping oh all of God. them are okay. <laughs> it's a spree. Yeah. Uh, well, we're all over the place, though. we got to commit. I, mean, I guess it could be Lanky Kong. I think. He's pretty ugly. It looks more like Lanky Kong than, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. we gotta, we got to let, let the whole Kong clang know, clan know. Oh, they don't or care about Linky Kong. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Okay, they don't well, I mean, that's evidence. I mean, yeah, now we're getting into it. We'll, we'll, we'll get them all into the hotline. Yeah. So we figure it out. My, I mean, my apologies to. He was kicked out of the Kong Link. family. Yeah. Shout out to JG for that suggestion. And shout out to Alexander Zirinov, Rahul Masal, Sarah Knight, and Macaleza, who both gave us Tom Nook, Olden O'Connell, Brandon Ray, Sam Joven, and Mika O'Hare, respectively, for all of those other picks. That was fun. And we'll get more intense. And hopefully become a better segment sometime in the future. So the case and, will and be shout out again to Cody Spence. I mean, we we got to solve the murder of Lanky Kong. Oh my okay. gosh! Yeah, gotta get the DNA. And th- whew, thankfully, it's not Kratos. He's got a he's got a lot of work to do. He's been dead before. He's been dead before. He's <laughs> yeah, it's like multiple times. <laughs> you can't keep a good god down. This week on Nintendo News that Damiani, Damiani managed to grab actually for mm-hmm. his Nintendo podcast. Uh, friend code, but th- 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 this headline I think is. Were you throwing shade? <laughs> well, because I always beat him to the headlines. I oh, love it. Okay, I always okay. get he every now and then. I'll I'm so pumped to talk about something. He's like, please, we shoot in two days. Can we just please talk? I'm bringing in a guest mm. to talk about this. Can we not do it on the podcast? I love talking about Mario Kart Nine on this podcast. I love Mario. I think one of the funnest things about the news this week, which you were on friend code, uh, but you were not, uh, and I have not heard your opinion. I've heard many opinions about the Mario Kart franchise from Isla, but always fun to yeah, always fun to bring this up. We say most fun. Is that a grammar correction? <laughs> yeah. The funnest. <laughs> the most fun. I was just just Whatever. kidding around. Wait, you corrected me on funnest. Uh huh. That's not very fun. <laughs> That's not the most fun what thing you drag. should do. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, making it all drag. 
I only hang. Um, <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Some of the headlines that I read about rumors that Mario Kart 9 is in development ha- have to make me laugh because you see a headline. Did you know Mario Kart 9 is in development? Of course Mario Kart 9 mm. is in development. What does that even mean when sure, you, yeah. Mario Kart has started final maybe box art design development? What? Mm-hmm. Where are we at with Mario Kart 9 right now, Daniel Bloodworth? Oh, uh, yeah, it was from an analyst. They were basically just doing their own, you know, they had they had a, a group of people, gamesindustry.biz had a group of people just, you know, giving their, their thoughts on what to expect for 2022. And an analyst just kind of like matter-of-factly said, like, yeah, you know, they're working on Mario Kart 9. It's an act of development, and it's, you know, it's got a new twist. And I'm like, well, that describes pretty much any Nintendo franchise. Yeah, that's of. like every single game. <laughs> new twist on this one. Uh, as someone who does not put a lot of time to Smash Brothers, I was grinning ear to ear when they said everyone's here. Like when when they talked about right. Ultimate, I was like, I was like, wow, this is gonna be fun to see what right. they add. It's gonna be fun to see how they design all that stuff. They're talking about like move sets, and I'm like, I don't know what they're talking about at all. But yay! Mm-hmm. Like this this fan service is such fun, even if you're not a fan. Um, have we ever gotten a Mario Kart like that, or has everyone had quote a unique twist? There's always been something weird, right, that they didn't do again or they not as much. Usually try to do something different. It seems like um, with like all their franchises. I don't know. I, I think Double Dash. Double Dash was the, Double Dash, and then Eight. I think were the ones where you could really say there was like a twist. Like Seven's big thing was just that it was online. That's a twist for Nintendo blood. Yeah. So, like, if I say that Final Fantasy 17 is an active development and is going to have a fire spell in it, can I get on GamesIndustry.biz's <laughs> podcast? Like, can yeah, I? You can. Or if I do, if they invite me someday, is that the kind of material I should be bringing? Because I'm not wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, that's it's true. Just stuff to, that's true. I'm just reading these wrong. headlines, and I'm like, is this news for this week, or is this something that a reminder of just the thing that we laugh about all the time? I mean, I think that... Yeah, I, I think to give them the benefit of the doubt, I think that they probably have spoken with somebody and mm-hmm. do know, you know, a little bit about what's going on over there, even if they don't have any of the details. Um, I don't think they just pulled it out of thin air. I don't think there's guess guesstimating about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, who's to say what the the twist, twist could be? Yeah, um, I I think that you know one of the things that we talked about on the friend code episode is it's just like. The idea of them going a Smash Brothers direction with Mario Kart just makes so much sense. I mean, they're already doing that with eight. They test the waters of that. There's they did a Squid little Kids, bit. Yeah. There's Link, and then there's um, the Villager. Right. The Animal Crossing levels. The well, I mean, uh, we were gliding so F-Zero. much in eight. Let's let's fly, baby. Give me Diddy Kong. Let's go. You know, yeah, I don't know if they'll do like a plane. I don't actually like. I could see separate tracks yeah. that are just like. Not Water, for the campaign, like a battle mode, you know, like something where it's oh. like just like balloons. It's like you don't have balloons when yeah. you're doing normal races. It's just for that one mode. So if they just had like a couple of tracks and you're all flying around bombing each other or something, or I feel like the most fun. obvious would be a campaign, right? Well, oh, you yeah. mean like a Crash Bandicoot, yeah, camp, style yeah. like Diddy Kong, something, something like that. Yeah, we we had talked about that as well. I think that that could be a big thing, but I think with I think with the strength that Mario Kart Eight Deluxe has shown. You know? mm-hmm. It's just like I mean, how do you not get defined, other people I would in, say. <laughs> in there? You know, it's mm-hmm. like anybody that you want have to have as a guest character, you can get because right. it's like I mean, we're the best-selling racing yeah. franchise there is. So they could have Captain Falcon, Star just, Fox, anyone, well, even no, other I, third parties. That's what I mean. It's like you, it, Crash, literally how Smash Brothers is, and just like just keep adding. Yeah, things. I don't see why not. It's a good idea. I want to see Snake in there. 
It's yeah. possible. So everyone who's in Smash, just put them in cart. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know why they wouldn't include all their IPs in there already. It just makes sense. Make it like Mario Kart and Friends kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, and just and, and I think the the thing that's even more exciting to me than the characters is the is tracks. Just what they could do with tracks. Yeah, yeah. Just how many crazy cool things? Yeah, because like, like F Zero tracks, sweet. Yeah, those are really nice. Um, and then yeah, if you're talking about like Metal Gear, like if you're just like racing <laughs> between Gear. like Metal Gears, <laughs> battling it out yeah. or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you could do some crazy stuff. The big twist for me is that Mario Kart 9 is a game that Nintendo's making because they don't, I don't know. Like, on one hand, of course, it's going to be massive. On the other end, it's like, I think they could release a separate game that would have to be purchased for a separate $60 price tag and would be a separate account, separate game on your account. Just call it Mario Kart 8 Super Switch Edition Mm -hmm. and change nothing. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And literally have Digital Foundry do a whole video where they're like, it is the same exact game, pixel for pixel. They just want 60 more of your dollars. Mm-hmm. It'd be the top-selling Switch they game in two months. They sort of did that already. <laughs> but I mean, that's the thing. Is I, I'm, what expect? Like, there's so many expectations, and yet none at all. I right. think, like, could Mario Kart 9 get a 5 out of 10 from every outlet and still become <laughs> the number one best-selling Switch game of all time? Um... Probably not the best selling, but it would probably still do fairly, fairly well. well. I mean, yeah. it would be really hard to screw up Mario Kart, I think. Sounds like a challenge. You know, like, yeah. You'd have to just... January 13th, 2022, <laughs> Daniel Bloodworth. Uh, because, like, what? Double Dash was mm-hmm. probably the most divisive. Yeah. You know, the GBA one wasn't that great. Yeah. Uh, but, but, yeah. but, like, in hindsight, like, once... We had gotten past Double Dash, and then we kind of went back to more normal ones. And I was like, then everyone suddenly loved Double Dash. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it, it's it's really funny. Uh, I think, but I do think one of the things, you know, because people are like, you know, well, do they even need another one, right? You know, why not just you know wait till the next system or whatever? But well, I have think, a twist. Like, why just do the make eight again, dude? It's another thing. Like, right. It worked so crazy well. Yeah. But it's but it's like it's not even that like eight worked well because of its twist or because of anything. It's just mm-hmm. it's just solid and it's easy for anybody to get into. It's yeah. easy to recommend. It's easy to play with other people. Right. Like it's, yeah. You know, it's the, beautiful. Which it like is which, gorgeous. The music is great. Yeah. The, the online is surprisingly not bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly not bad. But like we've been getting so many Mar not so many, but like we have gotten a couple Mario sports games in the last five or six years. Damiani's pointed out are like very not future uh feature rich, mm-hmm. frustrates Huber. Right. I just look at the numbers and it's like God, it'd be so tempting for me as Nintendo to release like uh, kind of whatever Mario Kart Nine. You know, just like is that it's not great, it's not terrible, but why break our backs over this thing that sold money to, you know, like like amphibians were buying this game you know it's just like sprites from other dimensions are coming in with 60 bucks into like you know i think the one best of the buy reasons pick it, it up a copy sells just for, well know. though too jones is because of the quality of it yeah like you could recommend i could recommend mario kart 8 to anyone who's buying a switch but if it's not a great game i'd be like eh. yeah like i didn't recommend the wii one to anybody good point it, it, it's that line is so tough for me to draw not only is, can nintendo be a mysterious I mean, company yes but that's such a mysterious success it, story but i don't you might as well like put in some effort, and yeah. it seems like they do. Like Mario Kart Eight, it's great, so it's don't just, screw it up. It's just yeah. that there's a different where it's not a zeitgeist because a zeitgeist is like an explosion. You know, it's just like a bit. You can see the arc 
there was an explosion, and then there was another <laughs> just, explosion. I mean, Mario like, Kart's this is just a constant. It's yeah. like a force of nature. It's yeah. just always going to come around and do well. Yeah. yeah, you'd rather be a Mario Kart or a GTA Five than mm-hmm. a Valheim or you know PUBG or whatever. Like popular right. for or a year and then you disappear. Yeah. You know, like really looking at 2022 as Fall Guys and being like, oh man, what can we, you know, Fortnite just they're, like they're, they're hints stuff. at something yeah. and then just but, there's your Tuesday but I do gone. Think, though, <laughs> that, but the, the, one of the things I was, I, was, I was getting to is, you know, with Mario Kart 9, you know, and this report and all this kind of thing. And like, it, number one, it shouldn't surprise anybody because, yeah. Mm-hmm. like, yeah, that game came out forever ago. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, because it continues to sell so well, it's it's not to me a matter of like when they put it out. It's just that there's no reason to like hype that thing up early. Mm-hmm. If you start talking about Mario Kart Nine six months before you're ready, you just right. killed six months of Mario Kart yeah. Eight sales or whatever. Right. You know, yeah, right. so it's like you might as well you announce wait the, until game. the game is done, right? Release it, it a couple yeah. months later. Yeah. That's how you do it. Yeah. Damn, you know what I want in this one. Skitchin. Right? Skitchin, dude. Skitchin? You can sure. play as another player and skitch on the back of cars. You should play Double Dash. Um, so. Well, yeah. It could be. That could be an interesting Rollerblades. I just love skitching, yeah. you know? Yeah, they could Grab onto crazy. somebody with like a little chain oh, shop yeah, or something. Yeah, they could do yeah, items yeah. Swing ahead. that aren't or like associated with other Nintendo games, I guess, too. Right. Some item from like Zelda. Like they already got the boomerang. That you could you could just easily dress up that dress that up as like we, a Zelda boomerang. We talked about the Chocobo racing game a little bit, too. And like the characters in that apparently like have unique moves. Oh, so like character specific moves could be an interesting. That yeah, could be. It's a hero hero racer. I feel mm. like they go for the the amount of characters though is like their main thing. It seems like like quantity, not designing specific moves for everyone. They kind of seem to do that with like their cars. Mm-hmm. Maybe more cars unique for each character or something. Well, with the cars in eight, it's all the weird that's part swapping thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, now I'm thinking about like y- your visual of of racing between like Metal Gears fighting each other and stuff. I'm thinking about the different power ups that different characters would bring in, and then I was picturing Daisy just with a handgun like leaning out the side of her cart, like <laughs> shooting someone's tires. The out. rocket launcher. Yeah, dude. just like brutal. <laughs> Probably not that. Probably Could be. not that. What was that like? The really pissed off Luigi video. Oh from yeah, Mario Kart? so yeah. good. Yeah. Like Jones, it imagine? brings out the worst in him. Imagine being a Belmont, driving yes. around and yes. throwing Whipping holy people? water yes. on a Nintendo character yes. and watching him scream in pain. Yes, <laughs> yes. I got even. I got even better. You can save a little bit of money on this Mario Kart depending on how you want to play it. Okay, twenty bucks a month just to play Mario Kart Nine. Plus, you get the latest DLC for Animal Crossing, but only trial period for six weeks. <laughs> And then it starts the Animal Crossing subscription plan. It's a whole different tiered system. Then the Battle Pass comes in. <laughs> Mario Kart 9 Battle Pass. Why is that not in our future? It what is. It is. It of course. Be. Yeah. Yeah. Battle okay, Royale Battle Mode. Because Mario Kart Tour is still doing pretty well. Yeah. They're still releasing stuff for that. So I'm curious if there's anything there that they want to bring over. Mm. Dude, Hopefully I guarantee. Hopefully it's not too annoying. But yeah. I guarantee if you have that expansion pass, it, it unlocks stuff for this. For sure. Uh, is this coming, getting announced this year? Mario Kart 9. This year. I think mm. it can happen. I, but like I said, there's there's no reason for them to rush. Right. Yeah. There's, I'm in total they, agreement. They can put it out. Even Metroid Prime 4, it. any of these yeah. things. Just, I just think they're in such good shape. But they've also had all the time that they need. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. 
I think they need something, though, this year. I'd love an interview, though, for them to talk about the vision and be like, oh, yeah, this has been six different games, but not because it failed. Right. The exact opposite. You know, you hear about, like, oh, we got to go back to the drawing board. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, we were allowed to add another drawing board. <laughs> Just keep going. Um, it'd be really interesting to see, yeah, like what it What, what it if ends that's up being, the twist? But... You, you, your cart leaves paint, like, in Spl- Splatoon, and you're literally drawing. <laughs> or, like, yeah. all their other games like have bring mechanics and stuff. Trailblazing, yeah. Tron light cycle. I'm just waiting for the Star Fox Grand Prix stuff to show up in this game. <laughs> They're just like, just put in Mario Kart, and there it is. Does any other console manufacturer or giant publisher in this business have a Mario Kart 9? Something that's that just, you're just flying by and just open up the doors, and then you just know, like, this thing when it hits is, oh, I mean, everyone's going to see this for miles. Like, this is going to be a big, big deal. Grand Theft Auto 6 would be sure. humongous. Good point, good point. Party. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying, but it's... Oh, first party people? No, no one has anything like this. Just, just meaning it's like, take your time. Like, there's you cannot cyberpunk this. You know, like, you got, right. this has got to... I don't know. It, it defies... Some days I think I'm okay at this job, and then I literally think about Mario Kart 9, and I don't know what any of it is about anymore. <laughs> but that thing can still sell that much. It's been that long since the sequel. Out of control. Speaking of things that are still sticking around, regardless of maybe their quality or longevity, Platinum Games yeah. is a developer that I, well, I think when I first learned it was mostly through you and Damiani and was like, well, they make some really cool stuff. And then now, however many years later, I know them for all sorts of reasons. Like their quality, their quality level for me and, and the franchise they get to work on is like just zigzags all over the place. Uh, Atsushi Anaba, who is now the president of Platinum Games, Kenichi Sato stepped down. Um... I am curious what this says, if anything, about the company, and just kind of now that we're in a new year, and this is not a company that, like, oh, yeah, they, you know, it's like Riot, like a whole stack of things that I know are happening. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about the status of, of Platinum Games? Do you think this is kind of a career shift, or do you think this speaks to maybe some, some redirection happening? Uh, redirection. I don't, it, Platinum's such a weird studio because I feel like they're like one of the most inconsistent studios I can think about. Of like quality and not so, it's hard for me to say. Like I don't even know what games they're working on besides Bayonetta three at the moment. Babylon's Fall, right? Yeah, uh, <sighs> right. But they're like they do they're stuff with Square. On the near Automata sequel as well. Yeah, maybe. I thought that we said know that about. they were done with that. That it was two and done or whatever. That I don't believe storyline. I think yeah. I don't yeah, believe Yokotaro with anything he says. True. He just drops and like, there's uh, also that. I tricked you. <laughs> Dragon yeah, Guard, yeah. new Dragon Guard. It's really hard to say, Jones, because like, if it'll make the company better, I don't right. know. Because it's like I think about Platinum Games, some incredible games, but also a lot of like not great games. Like I think about like Scalebound just not working out, and it's just like, damn, man. Hopefully they get even better because like Babylon's Fall, I've heard is not good. I mean, do you think this is because of that? That that was the first thing that came to my mind. I was like, I wonder if this is because the reception and, of Babylon. Good question. Was so and again, Bayonetta is such a really long development. Platinum, and it because well, I'll give you an example. Like Ubisoft had one. Like Ubisoft would. I've been through so many ups and downs with the Assassin's Creed mm-hmm. franchise. I've played Assassin's Creed games. I thought we're like okay, and then like a blog or email will come out from Ubisoft, and they're like, "This is the end of the like if we don't change things, Assassin's Creed could die today." Mm-hmm. It's like whoa, like this company's really paying attention to bad reviews or bad sales or mm-hmm. even just like bad memes or jokes or like word of mouth, and so it's like I haven't seen anything shake Platinum Games. So when I see like a, you know a move like this internally, it's like is this 
this company bulletproof or are they just going to keep on keeping on? I don't know. I don't think they're bulletproof at all, but if there's only so many cracks they could take maybe till they break. It's like, yeah, they're working with Square Enix a lot right now, but like, what happens if Square Enix doesn't want to work with them anymore? It's like, there goes a huge partner that you work with. It feels like Platinum Game takes a lot of work for paychecks based off their past works, a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that I think that's the thing to me is that they will, you know, they'll take things that mm-hmm. they just don't have a lot of budget. They don't have a lot of time. They don't have a lot of budget. And so they're just like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do that thing. We'll, you know, right. yeah. we'll take your, your, your paycheck. Don't mm-hmm. expect the, mm-hmm. the world out of this, but, you know, and then, you know, they'll, they'll keep working on their own projects yeah. on this, you know, and, and, and really put their, their full force and their effort into those. Yeah. And so I think like Bayonetta three, like I don't, I don't have any reason to worry about Bayonetta yet, three yeah. so far. Their track so. record's good, but I think if Bayonetta three does not work out super well for right. some reason, then I would be very concerned right. about this company. I would be crazy surprised if Bayonetta three isn't good. Mm-hmm. It's just a question of like you were saying, small budgets. So it's mm-hmm. like, are they doing enough in between these projects? To make sure that Bayonetta three doesn't absolutely need to be a huge success, that they can still buoy themselves. Does Nintendo f- help fund this one. Yeah, Nintendo's. Too? Yeah, it's publishing. Okay, so, so they got money there, a lot of money probably. Yeah, they have all the the funding they need. Yeah. For but that. but someone to answer to. You yeah. know. Yes. Right. But it seems like they've been. They also a had long time little, to do this. Little Easter eggs and tie-ins and stuff. Yeah, Bayonetta they did. Two. They got to do Star Fox Zero, which was I did. Not yeah, good. I didn't play their Zelda Turtles costumes. game. But I did play that Transformers game yeah. at Comic Con, I think, mm-hmm. at like the Xbox booth or something. I like, like right. played that demo over and over and over again. I'm like, this is pretty fun. And mm-hmm. I'm like, maybe this will be really nice to see them get like a nice franchise win or something. And then just it went the way of how I think Babylon Fall is going to go, where it's like not a ton of success, not like, you know, like get ready for the sequel for this game, mm-hmm. but like also not something that makes you sad at the end of the year and not something you look back and are like mad about. Or you're like, right. oh, that game made me so mad. It's like, nah, I just kind of bounced off of it because it was. Samey or yeah, smudgy I, I or feel like Babylon's fault. Like number one, I feel like it's already sort of forgotten. Yeah, <laughs> like it just—it's it, so strange because I don't even think there's any real expectations for that game. Yeah, but they showed it. I like that we saw gameplay first. It's not yeah. like Starfield, you know, where it's just like some of these games are just like concepts or like Metroid, there's like a logo. Well, like, mm-hmm. It's nice to see. Were they working on a what was that? What's that gotcha game? I can't think of it right now. They were working on an RPG for it. Uh, Grand Blue. There was they were doing wow. like a Grand Blue RPG. I don't think they're working on that anymore, are they? Um. Yeah, I don't remember. Like that's alarming. I know they had the Soul well, Cresta thing, which was really crazy. Yeah. But that I think that might have already come out. I think they came out last month. I think that's where my confusion is a little bit is like seeing initiative in that company. Like, where are they going? You know, it just seems yeah. kind of like the phone rings and they go, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and the sure. Grand Blue's like, oh, okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like the turtle. Who wouldn't want to make a Turtles game? But yeah. it's just, it's. Interesting to see kind of the decisions they make and where they set their own expectations because they Grand just seem... Grand Fantasy Relink. They're they no tracking. longer oh. yeah. developing it. That's interesting. Uh, that was an- announced in 2019 that they weren't working on it. Okay. I also, I, got, I was curious and I checked. Their average on Metacritic is 77 over 44 games. Yeah. Their best is 92, which is Bayonetta, Bayonetta 2, 2, and their worst was... The PS4 version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutants in Manhattan, which is yeah. a 44. Well, yeah. So it's not like terrible. Like 77. What we've learned from Fantasy Critic is like, that's like good. You can hope. Yeah. You mm-hmm. can you yeah. can have a solid team on average if you're 77. It's one thing if like any of your weirdo school friends are talking about games. I don't know if you've been in the biz with these uh, with this crew. 
Uh, I don't know what I was about to call you. For a long time, and like, we're getting game trailers and easy allies. So like when Ben Moore pulls me aside and said, I was like, wow, I read that Bayonetta 2 review. You you like that game. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just going to go in the booth and I just want to stop and look into your eyes and get the, the vibe because, whoa, like you use some language here. Like I, this seems like a much better thing. He said, Brandon, it is the best action game I've ever played in my entire life. And I was like, okay. Mm. And so it's weird that I'm like, whoa, stack that up with all the, oh, no, it's that. Like, mm-hmm. at, like they have just so many other things within the company. And who knows what team is working specifically on what or what staff yeah. comes and goes. Which is why, you know, um, this potentially very amiable exchange of positions within the company could, you know, not really signal anything yeah. and just be like a, a right of passage. It's better. They've had a lot of problems in the past, so hopefully we'll see better days. Ben did not have nice words to say about uh, Babylon's Fall. Yeah, he told me it was very bad. One yeah. out of ten, I think he said or something. The comments were like, <gasps> yeah. oh no. Oh yeah. I knew it was bad, but I didn't know it was... Completely in the other direction, but also having problems depending on who you ask and what types of problems you're talking about is Final Fantasy XIV. Have you heard of this, Bloodworth? Have you heard of have you have you seen this? Have you ever played fourteen? No, I haven't played it. Dude, I've thought about Blood playing Dude, 14. are you the only one who hasn't played it then? Don probably. Don. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Don's played it. All right. I mean we're we're chatting about Patreon goals. We're talking about maybe <laughs> can we potentially do I'm just saying there's a direct correlation Blood, between subscription fees. And blood playing, we just got to get the service to work, and then we're good. What if we just made a goal that <laughs> blood plays fourteen? Um, <laughs> Naoki Yoshida has a goal. Maybe you've heard of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is the uh, uh, the head of this crazy game, mm-hmm. um, and he. <laughs> I feel bad. He wants the same thing that Mister Rogers wanted. He just wants us all to get along, be friends, oh, yeah. be neighbors, yeah. um, and. I got to admit that if I was like at the bar with him and he oh, Jones, I had a hard day, I'd be like, uh, you are barking up the wrong tree, especially if you are the biggest MMO right now. Mm-hmm. You're just going to get some people in your game. They're not great. Right. Um, he specifically said uh, he would just love if uh, people weren't as toxic in the game. That uh, uh, the direct quote, I believe, was players and um, uh, developers and players, which is obviously both, you know. Be mm-hmm. nice to everybody, but of course, those are like two completely different initiatives. Um, and I just like talking about Final Fantasy XIV on the podcast. I think it's come up in the last like five episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you keep coming back, Brad. That's why. Either you and Dami- yeah. Damiani on, it's like, well, there's a yeah. headline. Um, has toxicity ever gotten in the way of your experience in fourteen in any way? The beginning in A Realm Reborn, I remember, was okay. much more toxic. It's definitely mellowed out the more sequel over to the, the beginning. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. when it the game essentially right. was reborn. Yeah, yeah, like when it was good. Yes, I. It was more toxic back then. I would say. Like I remember running into some very nasty people, but nowadays it's like way. Are you better. in the same server? Uh, that you were back. I don't then? know, Jones. I'm not sure. Huh. Maybe what not. If, where are those toxic servers at? That's what he's got to do. Yoshi's got to start yeah. calling servers out. Yeah. <laughs> players yeah he's got to start getting gameplay just but making like, tweets yeah that was just like a much you know mmos like just what do you expect kind of thing like online games i guess kind of what you expect but like right. 14 very much now is like yo, everyone chill out yeah that's kind of the vibe 14 has for the uh past recent years but used to be a little more rough are you getting ryan johnson vibes for episode nine where like he's just, or episode eight where he's just coming on and say hey guys hey star wars fans let's all come on it's just all like Star Wars together, and it's like, no, dude, you're sorry. Like, <laughs> that that that, well, pla- that plane has left the airport. I'll we say are... he's not doing stuff that's dividing the fan base necessarily. It's so. yeah, but I mean, in, with with brands this big, circumstances this big, sales this big, mm-hmm. 
there's it's not, gonna happen. Yeah, no matter what. I, I mean, I feel like this wasn't even really about fourteen. This is just kind of a general, you know. Yo, can you guys calm down a little bit? Well, over probably here? Yeah. because Final Fantasy sixteen, you know, they didn't show anything, and he they announced, you know, it's gonna be in spring. Sure. So people, you know, lose their cool yeah. pretty easily. So I don't know. Yeah, it just felt yeah. to me like more of just a general yeah. commentary on this, yeah. you know, the industry overall. Yeah, like people just coming in, just <sighs> verbal abuse. He's a very right and left like on Twitter and everything. I think that's why a lot of people like this guy is because he's super. He like definitely expresses how he feels. He's, oh sure, he does not feel like PR speak when this man talks. You know, it feels like someone right. actually a human talking to you, not a robot. Yeah. I don't like to call other names out that have absolutely nothing to do with this story, but. If Randy Pitchford made a video and said, hey, guys, <laughs> yeah. hey, guys, let's all be nice to each other, okay? Like, okay I Randy. would be like, hey, right, maybe Randy. that'll work out for Randy. I don't know. I don't want to play yeah. a lot of those Borderlands games. Maybe those kids, I the Gearbox it. community will really resonate with that. This guy can laugh all the way to the bank. This guy doesn't have to do anything. Uh-huh. This guy can take a six-month vacation, and I'm sure the Final Fantasy XIV fans will be upset because no news will come out of any new updates or where it's going after this three-episode arc or three-expansion arc. But no, he's out here again, mm-hmm. putting on his shoes and the sweater mm-hmm. at his house. You know, yeah. it's Mr. Rogers' neighborhood house. And he's like, what can I do? And the answer is probably nothing, right? Isla, nothing? What tone should he take with the community uh, to get them to behave, guy? gosh darn it? Oh, God. I mean, I, I just think that this is a great sentiment. But yeah, I mean, Randy Pitchford versus this guy is like, you know, if a like if a sad sad hobo clown asks you to be nice or like a classy man in a tuxedo right, asks exactly. you to be nice it's like you're gonna react to that different ways mm-hmm. uh, I think your average toxic gamer in the either. 21st century is gonna react mm-hmm. exactly the I same love to hobo both. clowns right hobo clowns are my favorite clowns for sure um Jones will be thinking like this it's yeah. like my dad telling me to be nice to someone right or like some random drunk guy on the street yeah it's like Dad, yes. There are Random some, person yeah. I don't know hounding me. <laughs> There's so many lessons that I know deep in the bottom of my heart if I time traveled back and grabbed myself forcibly and said, don't do this, I would do it sure. anyway. <laughs> Even if I came from the future, yeah. it was like, I know this plan isn't going to work. I would be like, mm-hmm. that's because you didn't try what I'm going to think of tomorrow. Like, uh, I would, would say, be bad. invest in Netflix. Yeah. And it's Jones is like, he's telling this stuff, and it's like, I want to do what he says because he's been really good to the player base yeah. for everything. It's like and I, and stuff I, with 16 is right. looking really good and he's super upfront about everything. It's like, yeah. And and it's working. I like their transparency. Mm-hmm. I like how they handled server outages. Yep. I liked how he addressed yep, yep, all yep. of the delays and everything before it even launched. Uh, talking about spoilers and, you know, th- like all the celebration of Final Fantasy XIV's music and like at like streaming. There's just, there's so many posi- so much positivity he brings to the community and I think it pays off because he's Jones, got this huge game and I don't think it's a fluke. I think it's because they have a good community. It's because Shout out to patreon.com slash easy allies. It feels so I want like, him to be happy. It feels like he's on the player side so people will resonate yeah. more with that. Yeah. Like my experience from World of Warcraft devs, it felt like the player base, the devs against each other yeah. and it does yeah. not feel like that with yeah. him. That's what's great about it. Yeah. Everyone do what he is doing. All you video game publishers, developers <laughs> yeah. out there, be like him. I think there's more, I think right now, you know, there's all sorts of wedges, but like I can only imagine the executives, you know, dealing mm-hmm. with the development staff of World of Warcraft. That can't be fun. No, no, no. I, no. I almost get a sense Amazon is so scared of New World that they're just like, you do whatever you want. <laughs> you know, they're like kind of giving them a pass to figure out their systems and, mm-hmm. and get everybody in line. Whereas like, yeah, it feels much more like a grassroots campaign 
that these I mean, these are like, you know, some of the RPG masters, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like doesn't it does not surprise me. Um getting as far as I did in eleven and playing fourteen twice. Uh I just want him to be happy. I just want, you know, when I when I read this, it sounded like he's like, I can't get a win, you know. Sure. It's it's I, think I, he's I almost would rather himself. have people be nice to each other than all these sales. I would trade sales if yeah. I it means I could get more nice people. Yeah. If only it worked out. Yeah, way. and with this it, it seems like Brad said, like this it doesn't seem adversarial like you get from some people where it's like, Can't we all get along? But it's like, Well, you're being a jerk too. Like this right. guy's a truly nice dude. Yeah. And so it's just like it it reminds you of the humanity of developers because it's like it's like they're just people. They're yeah. trying to do art yeah. and make you happy. Why are you so mean He's to them? He's talking like a player. Right. And not a developer in that yeah. sense, which is good. It is weird that it feels like I, I guess nerd cult like fandoms just get so aggressive. I mean everything. Gets it's aggressive. like you catch more flies with yeah. honey, gang. Like try just being nice. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, he's not like being snarky yeah. about right, stuff right, like right. that. Everything in the world gets aggressive except blood. You just never die. I've never seen it. Mm-mm. If any of you, if any gets aggressive around you and like take a picture, gets a video or something, <laughs> or like describe it later, let me know. <laughs> you try uh, to cancel blood. He gets cold, but he doesn't get aggressive. Yeah, he gets he gets disappointed, but he doesn't get angry. Yeah, that's true. I think Square Enix is doing great. I've said some nasty things about the Avengers uh, mm-hmm. video game. The Avengers themselves are doing a fantastic job. Uh, but uh, which is hilarious because I, lo- I put so many hours into that game. So I think Square, I'm excited about a lot of stuff that they're going to do this year, um, especially that NFT talk. I'm really excited to see how that's going. I was well. just thinking, <laughs> you said they're doing well. I was like thinking uh, about so that in my mind. I'm, I'm bummed that they're getting a bad rap uh, because uh, Square Enix, I think they're on the up and up just in terms of my estimation. You know who's not, though? Mm. In 2022, that Blizzard. We'll see how they handle the next 11 months. But uh, coming into January, they uh, are still not everyone's favorite developer. And do you remember what interesting, you know, is, Nintendo's coming out, Xbox, Sony, lots of different companies coming out saying, we do not condone what's going on there. Blizzard, we're very concerned. What mm-hmm. is the latest Lego. gaming juggernaut <laughs> to draw the line? Blood, do you know what Lego did? Lego v. Blizzard. No, I didn't hear about this. Uh, the, oh, have you heard about the Overwatch Legos? Legos or Overwatch Two? Overwatch do you remember? Two Legos. Do you remember this video game I'm Legos? speaking of? They were going to. Yes. Oh. No, they made Lego sets for one. Oh. Oh yes, right. But they were going to make Overwatch Two. Yes. But I don't know if you can officially make Lego sets for a video game that hasn't come out yet. Um, they're delaying those indefinitely. Uh, they have a really great uh, statement, but um, does that shock you? Do you think that's going to gain? I got traction? something to say about this, but say their statement first. But I mean, when the they le- say they're delaying it because of. Stuff going we are on, currently or? reviewing our partnership with Activision Blizzard, giving concerns about the progress being made to address continuing allegations regarding workplace culture, especially the treatment of female colleagues and creating a diverse and inclusive environment. Uh, while we complete while we complete the review, we will pause the release of a Lego Overwatch 2 product, which was due to go on sale February 1st, 2022. Um, it is kind of nice to think of like some some Blizzard that... some Blizzard lawyer getting out the red pen. Damn. I mean crossing it out. I mean there's no reason to release an Overwatch 2 anything exactly. in February 1st, 2022. There's, there's that. I like that they said uh, progress. So they didn't say, we're hearing things. They said, we heard stuff. We're waiting to hear more. That's why we're pulling this is because I mean, that's not what enough everyone's is happening. Saying. It, it is it's a little just, bit of a different language. It doesn't language. mean anything right now. It's just talk is cheap right now. Have you... Do you know how much those it's Lego like all things those cost? People, <laughs> it's all those people like saying we're modern Activision shit. Right, right. They're all still selling their games. They're not talking it's anymore true. about it. That's true. Well, that's a lot of the 
those internal they were internal memos anyways. Yeah, they I know. But it's like so it's like I mean you're not doing anything about it. I mean I mean this time they are though. They're they're yeah. They're holding a product well, back. They weren't going the game was not coming out, so they're not going to sell it anyways. Right. It's just a convenience right now, exact. Like they're not going to release this when the game's not even close to being out. We don't even know when Overwatch 2 is coming out. Yeah. It doesn't I, make any sense. Was this was this like just a correction from like a social media manager where like the boss like sent them a, a tweet that's like, "Hey, Overwatch 2 is like it's going to come out this year, so we're going to pause this." And she like sent it back mm-hmm. like <laughs> you right. know, like what about sure. this tweet? And he's like, "Ooh, I like that." Yeah, sure. That'll that'll yeah, have anything, more just, dividends with the Lego company. It just makes Lego look good. It does. So it's a win for them, anyways. I guess this Lego set is based on a scene from the game's announcement cinematic from BlizzCon in 2019. Yeah, I was gonna say how long ago? So was it's that? technically based on something that's out. <laughs> a cinematic, yeah, for a game that's not out. So funny. That would be interesting. Marketing is weird. Well, yeah. I enjoy that you enjoyed Overwatch when you reviewed it and played it a little I bit. I did, yeah. I gotta be honest. After watching all the trailers and playing the game a little bit, I'll give a nod to the trailers. Some good trailers. Good yeah, game. Yeah, good trailers. Really good trailers, though. Yeah, mm. definitely. And now, a word from our sponsors. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal rep- recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it is number one, America's number one meal kit. I got a shout out to HelloFresh because it's so nice being back from vacation over the break in December. You get back and like uh, we had people taking care of the house and like they, you know, wash the towels, wash the sheets. And it's like, oh, nice to have that. And a couple meals because you don't want to go to the store. You don't want to just rush. Oh, no, we don't have milk. So nice to have a couple meals just ready to go. Uh, Don't even have to think about what to make. HelloFresh takes care of that, too. The new year is a great time to focus on what's most important to you, whether it's saving money by ordering less takeout, learning to cook, or prioritizing your wellness. HelloFresh is here to help with endless options to make cooking at home simple and enjoyable. Endless options with food actually would bring me a lot of stress. I like that it's very, <laughs> they've really simplified. HelloFresh delivers pre-portioned ingredients to your door, including farm-fresh produce that arrives within a week, so you get convenience without skimping on quality. Skip the trip to the grocery store, saving you the wait and long holiday lines and ensuring you don't waste money on excess food. I don't think I have had a HelloFresh thing that I did not think was extremely tasty. So yeah, very fresh and very good. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Ally16 and use code Ally16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. That's HelloFresh.com slash Ally16. Use code Allies16 for up to 16 free meals, which is how you remember that, and three free gifts. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Using the internet without ExpressVPN, it's like checking your bag at the airport without a lock. You think your stuff is kept private, but you never know who's going through your stuff. They went through my stuff. There'd be a lot of, a lot of toys, a lot of snacks, a lot of pre-cut apples, and a lot of small wooden cars. When you go online without a VPN, internet service providers can see every single website you visit. They can legally sell this information without your consent to ad companies and tech giants who then use this data against you. Why use ExpressVPN? because you can browse more anonymously. When you use ExpressVPN, ISPs can't see your online activity. Your identity is uh, anonymized by a secure VPN server. Your data is also encrypted for maximum protection. It's easy to use. You can fire it up with one click, quick, uh, sorry, fire up the app and click one button. Uh, it is very easy to check out their website. It's very easy to get this app and get all of this up and running. Works on all devices, phones, laptops, even routers. So everyone who shares your Wi-Fi can be 
protected. Secure your online activity by visiting expressvpn.com slash allies today. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash allies. You can get an extra three months free. Expressvpn.com slash allies. A new sponsor? If saving more and spending less is one of your top goals for 2022, why are you still paying insane amounts of money every year for wireless? Switching to Mint Mobile is the easiest way to save this year as the first company to sell premium wireless service online only. Mint Mobile lets you maximize your savings with plans starting at just $15 a month. Online only feels good. Whenever we put that stuff in any Easy Oz content, online only, exclusive. For people looking for extra savings this year, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. By going online only and eliminating the traditional costs of retail, Mint Mobile passes significant savings on to you. All plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data delivered on a nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. With Mint Mobile, choose the amount of monthly data that's right for you. Stop paying for data that you never use. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. I do not handle the finances in my household. So ads like this I would love. I could show up and save 15 bucks a month and sound like I did some research. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash allies. That's mintmobile.com slash allies. M-I-N-T mobile.com slash allies. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash allies. And if you are a patron of Easy Allies, thank you. It's one of those that I'm, I apologize for as moderator because it's not, it's a slow news week, but this is, all, you know, not a huge headline, but it's funny. <laughs> and that is so important. Okay. That just me, especially near the, near, we're getting near the end of the podcast, almost this week, love and respect. We got, we got a game to play. We got our wars at the end of this, but we got to talk about Wordle. Do you know what Wordle is? Anybody yeah. on this podcast right now what Wordle is? Not only a yes, a I yeah do. from the other room. Are you playing Wordle right now? Yeah, uh, not right now, but I did it like an hour ago. I started it like four or five days ago. Wordle's great because I can pretend to be an old man. Wordle, what's, mm-hmm. what's this Wordle? Greg Miller's playing it. What is this? Cryptic tweets, bunch of blocks on top of each other. Learned today or late last night what Wordle is, how to play Wordle. Uh, don't want to play Wordle after I learned that. It seems neat. It's just not, mm-hmm. you know, not a big word guy. Uh, in terms of the mobile games I play, I like to watch Captain America beat up aliens. Sure, um, but worlds, you know, about you know, you you put in this letter. Oh no, it's a different letter, and you try to figure out the word of the day. And so it's a flex whenever you see people po- tweeting those. They're like, "Aha! Look, only three lines. Oh. Bam! Figured it out." Um, I have a good first word to use. It is a massive hit. It's one of those things that I wonder. It's a zeitgeist because zeit- mobile zeitgeists are hilarious. We had no idea. Sure. We had no idea when Pokemon Go launched, largest entity in the world. We were like, "You think this will last?" Like, you never know mm-hmm. with mobile. Um, but that's not the funny part of the story. The funny part of the story is that more than one company was just like, "Cool, we'll make a Wordle. Now we're gonna make another game like it. We're gonna make your game. And we're gonna call it Wordle, and then we're just gonna sell that." Yeah. So that's funny on its own. Mm-hmm. I love that. Uh, reminds me of the old VHS Disney films. You know, it was like Cinderella, and you're like, wait, what? Cinderella? Yeah. What? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, well, I mean, they, they would just say Cinderella because <laughs> no, I know, but yeah. there was something, Straight something up. off. Yeah, it was Fringe. There were airships in Cinderella's castle. It just Tran- <laughs> Transmorphers. Transmorphers. That's a good one. But, um, yeah, but stuff like that. It's, you know, the name Cinderella, like Disney didn't. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's public domain. Yeah. 
that's why Sharknado's great, because it's that version of the movie that never existed. There was never the movie Sharknado's making fun of. It's just, it is Sharknado. <laughs> uh, and so the reason I'm actually bringing it is that one of the guys who is making this, whose name is Zach Schacht. Jack Sh- I'm Zach so Schacht. sorry if that's your name. If that's your last name or first, I'm, I'm only laughing because the guy's a super cocky entrepreneur mm. in the gaming space. He flagrantly made one of these copycats, and his name is Zach Schacht. Schacht is S-H-A-K-K-E-D. Zach Schacht. Tweeted at Schacht Zach, if you want to follow him. Um, hey, hey, look at this. I made this. I, it, I'm paraphrasing this to death. I made this total copycat game, and it is killing it. I'm running away with the bank on this idea I stole. Come buy the game I stole, basically. <laughs> okay. And some analysts replied to him and was like, this is awful. And the internet's like, you know what? It is. Hmm. And that game is no longer on the App Store. Oh, nice. He and several other of these copycats have publicly apologized. Wow. Yeah, I found an uh, NBC article about him apologizing, saying he crossed a line. And yeah, so not like I didn't know. Like, oh, I no, I knew. Right, yeah. I just needed you to tell me how bad this really was. Kind of like NFTs. But it's just so funny. Uh, th- I think then- Unpacking had similar stuff to, as well, where like things were just either using their name or using oh, something sure. similar and just yeah, trying yeah. to. Dude, my friend Asher, yeah. who made threes, you know, and uh, then like yeah. a yep. week later they made 2046 or whatever that like ripoff. And you have to go to conventions. You have to go to PAX. You have to go to these places and show off games to mm-hmm. so many people coming and going and just being like, I got to get this game out because somebody might have just seen it that yeah, has a dev team idea. that can do what I'm going to spend the next four months doing in a week. And then they beat me. Shout um, out to shout out to the guy because I didn't know what Wordle was either. I just heard the name. And then I was like, okay. And so I thought it was an app. And so I searched in the Android app store, the Google Play store. And shout out to... Uh, the review, the number one review on the the thing I found, where they were like, "Hey, yo, yeah, this probably isn't the thing you're looking for. That's a website. This game is trash and it's horrible and like it's not even translated. Don't get this." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, great." And then I like just Googled it and found the real one. So funny. and that confuses me because you know it's like I'm reading user reviews and they're like informing me about bad products and guiding me toward the thing that I actually want to purchase. Where we all know that user reviews are used to bankrupt companies when they did something that you didn't like. Like, that's why Steam reviews are there, you know, so you can go and review bomb something. I don't think they bankrupt anybody, but... I wish they did now, but... uh, (laughs) No, that would be awful. Um, You two did not like that joke. It's just... (laughs) Brad and Blood stone-faced. It's fine. It's fine. I'll take it. They're being honest. Um, But, like, whoa, niceness. You know what I mean? It's strange. This is what... Yoshida wants. Mm-hmm. It's, it's actually happening. You know, people are getting out, you know, there's the, there's no schadenfreude. There's nobody that's like, ha yes, pay for this app of the game I'm playing for free, idiot. I'm like, no, actually, yeah. just go to the internet, prevent yeah. this, write this wrong. I um, mean, when you're, you come out like a cocky dickhead like that, people are like, mm, we got to knock you down a few pegs. Like, Bobby Kotick hasn't apologized, and this guy apologized. Like, in the same week, all this happened since the last Easy Allies podcast. Like, Bobby granted, Kodak Wordle has been big. not to apologize. Exactly. But it just, like, that was so funny. I wonder if that one of his mom got mad or something. It's like, why would you? It doesn't happen. I would love it if that's why. Like, his mom was like, his mom Zach Shack. There's edits in the video right because now. she came in. Try it again. She's behind the camera. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Take it one more time. 
Speaking of something that doesn't happen that often, finding an Xbox Series X or a PlayStation 5. Right. Uh, they they told us uh, months ago, I remember last summer talking about, they were talking about the next summer as like start your expectations there. Well, in the beginning of 2022, it was a light week, gosh darn it. Um, Microsoft has discontinued all Xbox Ones's. Uh, they're not making those anymore. Focusing on production of the Xbox Series X and S, which completely makes sense. They ran out of mm-hmm. Xboxes at a Halo tournament recently. So that doesn't... Does that startle shareholders? Does that move any needle in any direction? Or is that just them due diligence? Um, I mean, in some ways, it feels a little early for those just to be gone. But at the same time, you know, I think that was part of their strategy with the Series S. You know, it's like, we're going to give you a new machine that's cheaper uh, but has the architecture of this generation so that it's going to be easier for things to run well on it. So they don't want people continuing to buy these old boxes right. mm-hmm. when they are keeping everything cross-compatible, you know, for as long as possible. So, um, but, uh, and and I think it's kind of, kind of par for the course for Xbox. They've, they've been pretty quick to... Just, just cut off those old those old systems. You know, mm-hmm. the original Xbox is one of the shortest lived, you know, fairly successful systems there is. Right. You know, it came out like last of that generation, and it was the first one to go. So uh, when they introduced the 360. So yeah, I, I'm uh, a little a little surprised that it's already done, but not shocked. Yeah. Right. Like, financially, it's the right move not to do it? I think so. I, I think, um, again, like, Microsoft is not the team that I know of right now. It's certainly making big purchases, but not having, like, huge, big, crazy sales mm-hmm. or, like, just running away with awards right and left. Um, but they do seem to be making smart business decisions, stuff that, like, if we hold out, this will make sense mm-hmm. in the long run. Um, Sony's doing the opposite. Sony is saying, bring on those PlayStation 4s. <laughs> let's, yeah. just, let's make a lot of those because people can't... By the PlayStation 5s. Yeah. Is this an opposite tactic? Or is it just a different? I mean, I think... Is one smarter than the other? Or is different still teams? making PS4s for a lot of people. A lot of places out there still buying those. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's sort of the thing is the, the PS4 is still in that price range. Whereas I, I, th- I think, again, going back to the Series S, like the Series S is sort of in that like more, you know, acquirable price range. Mm-hmm. And the PS4 as well. Like, well, people want to buy just the video game system, but yeah. they don't want to, you know, spend five hundred dollars, or they don't want to spend four hundred dollars, or they don't want to like try right. to track down a PlayStation Five. You know, let's let's keep putting out a mm-hmm. few. And I don't think it's a huge number. I think I saw somebody say like they're making like another million or something. Mm-hmm. It was basically yeah. it was things they were going to shut down to swap it over with PS5s, and they were like, I don't know if that's going to move the needle. If we're ready to go. On all these things, mm-hmm. let's just keep making these. Am I going to see a PS4 t- uh, commercial on TV sometime this year? PS4 commercial? commercial? Yeah. No. They're like, hey, you still got those discs? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you know, like, have you considered giving Sony money yeah, today? There's no way. Um, but yeah, is it, and so are these opposites, these two company strategies, or is this just where these two companies are at this gen? Where they're at right now, yeah. Because it's. Spencer sometimes reminds me with his strategies of like that like heist movie where like it was the one thing you didn't see them do in the heist setup and then mm-hmm. when they pull it off the like, from the wall oh I didn't see them place those explosives and I think he was just waiting 
uh, as was reported by at least one outlet out through uh, you know Black Friday and all the holiday sales, like the Xbox Series S did pretty good mm-hmm. because they had a lot of people coming in who were just like, I need to say the words next gen on Christmas morning, mm-hmm. and it looks like the Series S is gonna is my my option. Can't get a switch in this Toys R Us or can't go to a Toys R Us now. Mm-hmm. Um, is this response to that Sony being like, whoa, you know, maybe that made that easier that like that whole you know. I think the demand for a Series S is more demand than for any PlayStation 4 right now. Right now, is that off? Uh, I don't know about that. Does that I all feel, just I come down to people I mean, find it? the PS4 was more, much more successful than Xbox One, so I could still see a ton of people who want PS4s. Yeah, I, I think that's that's probably part of it is that you know, they're, they're still seeing sales potential mm-hmm. there. And they don't have any ability to make more PS5s. Mm. So right. might as well make more PS4s because they can sell them. Yep. Yeah, Just I think that's really them. what it comes down to is, yeah. is they can make them, they can sell them. You know, and, and again, it's kind of similar, like, with, I think with the Series S, like, they can they can make more of those. Yeah, so they might as well just make those. Um, so, so I think that, yeah, with... with there was there wasn't that there wasn't really that kind of an advantage with the Xbox One because like the right. Xbox One S I think is basically the only thing they had left anyways. The Xbox One mm. X is long gone. Mm-hmm. Um, the original Xbox Series One X. is long gone. Yeah. The Xbox One Sad is long gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so yeah. I think it's just one of those things. Where it's just it's just the things that they were already making were were mm-hmm. pretty in different situations and they're just mm-hmm. they're just dealing with that supply chain. Neither company is selling the amount of consoles that they want to sell. Say the Blue Fairy comes down and gives Microsoft quadruple inventory. Just all of a sudden they just Christmas more and they go up and like, what? You know, for mm-hmm. Valentine's Day. Uh, and now they're like, well, there's no way we're going to sell as many as the PlayStation 5. And now out of nowhere, we have all of these Xboxes. <laughs> Could you launch a campaign that's like, now for sale? <laughs> you know, or like, now you can get them. <laughs> you know, like what's the what's the messaging as the availability comes back? Do you just count that? You know, if it's there, it'll sell, or do you yeah. need to like change right your now, verbiage? Yeah. Or it'll yeah, sell. I, yeah, yeah, I don't even think Xbox has to, or, or either one of them have to say anything. They yeah. just leave that to retail partners. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, right now people just want a new machine. That's about it. And they'll get what they'll take whatever they can get. Good luck, everybody, finding Good one luck. of those in 2022 if you have not yet. Also this week, Summer Game Fest officially returns in (laughs) summer 2022. It's going to be in summer. Curveball. Uh, The Game Developer Conference Awards announced their nominees. Yeah, DICE did too. Dying Light is 500 hours long. No. 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 If you want to do all the things, it's kind of just, it's actually not that impressive when they say it's like, oh, I guess that's how long all of the campaign is if I do all the things. Mm -hmm. I thought it might be a little longer than that because who would ever do that? Like, I'm going to play Fable 3 six times to make well, sure I do, I do all the stuff. You're talking about all the little side quests and dialogue choices and collectibles. Seeing everything, and, hearing everything. Yeah. yeah. Yikes. Every, yeah, every everything's conversation, fun yeah. Listening to every tape, yeah. Uh, that's almost as long as it would take to walk from Warsaw to Madrid, exclamation point. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny how that basically basically put people into a panic and they had to walk it back. It's like, no, actually, main quest, you can get through 20 hours. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But, and then eight, I think eighty hours was what they sounded like was the typical person's playthrough. That's, that's, yeah. that's still that's, that's a really good amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, it seems weird because like I've heard so many people be like, Assassin's Creed is way too long. Like games are way too long. And then to like brag that it's 500 yeah. hours long. It's like, well, they want that Assassin's Creed want. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say about Assassin's Creed is because it felt really long. Sure. <laughs> That's what made it bad. But it also is really long. It is really long, yeah. but it felt really yeah. long. Like Breath it's the same of the Wild thing with movies be really too. long, but to me it didn't feel really long when I was playing it. You can watch a quick two-hour movie and a long two-hour movie back to yeah. back. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, yeah, and the, the hard thing is, you know, until you get your hands on it, because you, you talk about a Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. or Skyrim or something, like the reason that that, you know, the hour count or whatever, you know, could maybe matter is, you know, there are games that just feel like you could just you could just keep playing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just keep, it doesn't really matter. If there's a reason to keep playing it, you'll keep playing it. You won't get bored of it. You know, mm-hmm. I've, I've actually kind of run into that with uh, Forza Horizon 5. It's mm. like I just kept finding sure. things that I could yeah. check off yeah. of that list, and it was still fun to do. It was still fun to jump into another race. Yeah. yeah the weekly things, you know, like finally, like after this, like after the holiday season, like, okay, I did all the holiday stuff. I'm going to let that rest for a minute. <laughs> This Uh-oh. is funny. I just checked how long to beat for Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Oh, yeah. 59 main story, 92 main and extras. And it has a Dying Light 2 banner ad, just <laughs> coincidentally. Yep. Uh, Serious Sam Siberian Mayhem was announced mm-hmm. uh, okay. and comes up very quickly, January 25th. Nice. Expand alone. Where's Talos Principle 2? <laughs> there, yeah, that'll be Says next. me and four other people. Fortnite is apparently working with Paramount, is the rumor, which everyone is saying means turtles, but of course it would mean other things, but everyone's excited about that. Call Call of Duty is having a multi-game crossover with Attack on Titan? This looks weird. I saw this Of course it would. How would it not look weird? weird. It doesn't look appealing to me at all. This is strange, Okay, there's that. But like, when I think about like Fortnite, Jones, just because of the visual style, like things can blend in better and seem more appropriate, I guess, or not as like weird on the (laughs) eyes. Just this imagine, just looked like really, I was like, whoa, when I saw this. Imagine like a crossover meeting, and they're just like, we want our thing to look really garish. How do we How do we approach that? Yeah. Where do we start? <laughs> well, Ugly? Like, like an insane like anime out? in Call of Duty is funny. I know there's like insane stuff in that game already, like Krampus and stuff, but just seeing like that Levi yep. in Call of Duty <laughs> was just really jarring. Uh, Kirby's latest comes out in March um, Kirby's also has a 30th anniversary wallpaper. If wow. you want to go pick that up, yeah, wouldn't know about that if it wasn't for blood. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Nintendo Switch Online is offering a free trial of Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Did you ever find out if they had done that before? That just seemed odd. I don't know if they've done that before. It's the f- mm. first time it's like come to my oh, attention. What a weird pick! But you've got like a week to play that game. If How long can you play it? Or is it just you, you, you can beat that, the game that week? Yeah, free so trial weird. for a week. Stalker 2 has been delayed to December 8th, mm. uh, which is not as a ways away. Uh, Take 2 bought mobile giant Zynga for 12.7 bill. Still not wow. as funny as Wordle copycats. Uh, uh, Hitman 3, 3's Year 2 begins on January 20th. Nice. Uh, we'll see what that on. ends up being. A lot of info on that one. Yeah. And Action Arcade Wrestling is coming to Switch in February, Ooh. which is very pertinent to our interests here cool. at Easy Allies. Let's play a game! <laughs> oh, that's why. That's <laughs> when I'm over there dancing. <laughs> From Aster, it's called Cool Subtitles. 
there's anything a video game marketing team loves more than a clumsy ad read from an internet celebrity, it's a really cool subtitle. Heck, I love them too. That's why I've compiled a list of cool subtitles in various games that feature them. Can the allies remember them all? Note that the given word might be part of a subtitle containing a larger phrase. The list also isn't 100% comprehensive, so if you can think of even more games with these cool subtitles, that's cool. Because it's not crazy... Do we you know, subtitle? Does it mean like I will uh, after the colon? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to give you a word, and then you give me all of the blah blah that word oh, okay. that used it as a subtitle. I'm going to try this out. I'm going to give the point to the person who says the last game. So everyone's going to start rattling stuff off, and you're probably there's four options for the first word and three for the rest of them. So again, it's not comprehensive. It's not everyone, mm-hmm. but this is kind of like uh, Family Feud. Like I'm going to see if you can guess, maybe not the most popular options, but the aster options. Origins is the first word. Assassin's Creed. Correct. Batman. Correct. Wait. Two Batman more. Arkham Origins. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Silent Hill. Correct. Oh, yeah. One more. First game. Dragon the- Age. Yeah. Oh, nice. I was going to say, first game in the franchise. Sounds like a sequel, but that was yeah. the first one. Bloodlines. Vampire the Masquerade. Vampire the Masquerade. Correct. Yeah. Castlevania. Castlevania. Correct. Bloodlines. Assassin's Creed. Yeah, baby. Oh yeah. Returns. <laughs> Returns. Batman. Well, I think more video game <laughs> stuff. Yeah, it's all, it's all just video game. Right. There's a Batman Returns video game. There is. Super Nintendo, excellent soundtrack. I like. It's, it's hilarious how this is like God. It's like right there. Like I know yeah. that they're there. Right. Wasn't there like a like a long like, Leisure Shoot Larry or Conquers Verde or something? Is there a Joker one? Batman like Joker game? Get out of the Return Batman, of dude. the Joker on the NES, but so it's subtitled. Oh, that's what it is. Return something returns. Two mm. major Nintendo characters both had games called Samus something Returns. Return. There we go. There's one of them. Oh, right. Yeah, Metroid. Another very big Nintendo character, Brad. Huh? Very big. Physically big. Donkey Nintendo Kong Returns? Game. Oh, oh Con- Donkey Kong Country. There we yes. go. That's right. And there's one other very popular character Nintendo did. who might be hanging out in our stream room. Lightning? Right There we Lightning go. Returns. Oh, oh, God. Lightning Returns. Oh, God. <laughs> Awakening. Awakening. Oh, God, Zelda I just, Link's Awakening. Yep. Yes. That's one of them. Of There's three. That's Shoot. one. Where'd it go? Alan Wake 3 Awakening. Alan Awakening. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Awakening. That's funny. Uh, oh. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. Every time you say them, I'm like, oh, of course. just Awakening. The last one, I don't know. If I, I would Kingdoms not Kingdoms of Amalur? No, that's, that's reckoning. reckoning. RPGs, though, is a good, good place to be. An RPG franchise that you just uh, got into, Isla, that you had not played before. Not that one, Shin the one Megami? before that. The one before that. <laughs> I knew that's oh, what you were going to say. F- uh, Fire Emblem Correct. Awakening? Oh. Oh, yeah. And Dante's Awakening was the subtitle for Devil May Cry 3. Technically, that's right. Oh. I forgot what? About that. I guess. Yeah. 2005, Devil May Cry, Devil 3, May Cry Don- 3, Dante's Awakening. Awakening. Yeah. Then Special Edition. Didn't, yeah. Yeah, it might have been a different edition or something. Who knows? I forgot about that, yep. And finally, there are four of these. X. Just the letter X? X. Blah, blah, blah. Mega Man X. X. There we go. One, There's one. two, three, four. Uh, Resident There's Evil. one franchise. Resident Evil Code, Code Veronica, Veronica X. X. Oh, fun. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's not one of the options, but good pick. Good yeah. Pick. I, I mean, there's, there's F-Zero X, of course. F-Zero X, yeah. 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 
Still got one of the four. Castlevania Dracula X. X. Yeah. Oh, Dracula, Dracula X. X. Very good. But does it need to have a colon? It's just got to be one of these four. Mortal Kombat. Again, it's like Family oh, Feud. Kombat? There we yeah. go. We got two. Two more games. that. X versus Alter. Sever. Aster, sorry. Xenoblade Chronicles X. Xenoblade. Oh, yeah. And Pokemon X, because it also had the Y Pokemon. there with the Pokemon. Oh, X right. Y, yeah. Right. No one cares about Pokemon. Pokemon it's fun. Yeah. Oof. Cool game. Talk about franchise in trouble. Yeah, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Is it? I don't think it is. It's not at all. <laughs> Not in trouble. <laughs> it is time for Love and Respect. Love and Respect. From Andreas Kleinthaus, I wanted to ask, what is the realistic reason? And we get this question a lot, but I love asking it. Why the PlayStation 4 or 5 can't have PS2 backwards compatibility? Is it after all It's after all a DVD player and an emulator? Is there more to it than that? Am I being ignorant? I ask because I still own over 70 PS2 games just sitting on a shelf. Mm. And I know we've talked about the PS2 being inside the PS3, and then they just threw it all out the window and made the PS4. The emotion right. chip. But maybe think about this framing of the question. I am, I am Sony man. I'm coming into your office. I'm telling both of you. Uh, we made a mistake. PS2 backwards compatibility. Make it happen. How do you make it happen cheaply? Do you make a whole new thing that does PS2 compatibility? Do you make the I PC mean, you do just it? Said and the magic word. Do you put all those games on Steam? Cheaply is not an option. Cheapest. Yeah. The because yeah. You pay some some person who already hacked an emulator, like two thousand dollars to and say I won't <laughs> sue you, and then you just take it. I don't know. But somebody's going to buy that thing Wait, that we officially released and open it up and see what we did. Yeah, the disc itself. Machine. I don't know. Yeah. That's a good question. I don't know the technical reason why. I mean, the technical reason is it's vastly different architecture. I mean, even even Xbox, which has stayed on pretty similar architecture, mm-hmm. had to have this massive team to enable backwards compatibility for the original Xbox and everything. And, and even they stopped they just don't see the value. And even they had yeah games that... You know, some for legal reasons, but some for technical reasons that, yep, can't do that. Just, yeah, we're, I guess we're, they just don't, we're done. See the effort, the reason to do it financially or uh, even try to. Yeah, reason well, to do it. He's got 70 PS2 I mean, games. They yeah, they don't care. <laughs> they already got you to buy it. Of course. Yeah, I mean, I I think it, it's, there's the technical possibility, but then it's, yeah, the question is, well, how do they? Mm-hmm. How do they recoup those costs? Yeah, exactly. Well, now that they're going to do the subscription thing, you know, like they'll just put them in there and you pay yeah. for them monthly yeah. over and over. From Nirav, I have decided that 2022 is going to be the year of Jolly Co-op. Unfortunately, all my close friends live in other parts of the country. I've been looking around and compiling a list of the best online co-op games without PvP stuff. So do you have any recommendations, or even games that are single-player but are more fun when playing with others even through a Discord stream, such as House of Ashes or Little Nightmares 2? So far, I've set up Resident Evil 5, Monster Hunter Rise, Overcooked 2, and a few others. I would love to hear any recommendations, love and respect, near of. It Takes Two has online, right? How is that not yeah. on this list? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm, a, I'm a little, like, perturbed. It's like, oh, yeah. no, what did they do wrong yeah. that didn't make this? That would be the most obvious pick for that list. I'm just like, oh, no. I like oh, no. that Sackboy game. Marketing fail. What was yeah. it called again? That game was fun. Sackboy. Big Sackboy, Adventure. Yeah. Adventures or whatever. That uh, game was fun. Uh, very fun co-op, yeah. games that uh, Three you and Huber played tolerable. one or two of the We Were Here or whatever. Oh, those are great. There's like yeah. four of them. Yeah, three mm-hmm. or four. We Were Here Together, I think, is the one that Huber and I played. Yes, that's really right. Really good. Those are fun. There you go. 
Eric Bruns. Hi, Alice. I don't understand the talk about 30 FPS versus 60 FPS. I just can't see it. Maybe I can and I don't know it, but it seems like so many people can look at video footage of a game and instantly explode with joy or disgust at the frame rate. <laughs> I've messed around with performance mode versus quality mode in numerous games. I have a really hard time figuring out which one is quote-unquote better. Should I just stop caring and continue to live my video games are fun, neat, and look cool Wonderland? For some perverse reason, I feel like I'm missing out on the gripe fest over 30 FPS. Love and respect, amigos, Eric. I mean, if you can't tell, then yeah, it doesn't matter. You can't tell, you can't tell. To me, it's like night and day, yeah. the difference. Yeah, I'm funny case because it's not night and day for me, but I so easily don't realize, like, if, if like, whoops, it's down to 720p because we're streaming and mm-hmm. I didn't bump it back up to 4K or, like, oh, oops, you saw me playing Forza for two seconds in at uh, quality mode. And I did that for all the GTA games. When I swapped that over in San Andreas, I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, clearly that looks better. But I can't, I just, yeah, I don't discern that at the time. And I think it depends on the game, too, the type of game. It depends on the game. It like depends a racing on game, a fighting whether game. Whether they're actually hitting Action that target game? frame yeah. rate. Yeah. You know, that's, we stable. Were, we were talking about that, uh, I think, in Ben's stream the other day, where it's just because somebody had asked a similar question. And it's like, if your pacing is off and you're dipping down, mm-hmm. you know, you, you're picked 60, but you're dipping down to like 40s and stuff. It's like, you know, it's 40s still. You know, technically better than thirty, but because you're wobbling all over the place, it's you're, really you're seeing it jump, yeah. you're seeing it yeah. skip, and and so it's better, you know, to to go to thirty. When uh, I think it was Forza Horizon three was the first one they put on PC, and I was having that kind of issue. Where it's like it was better for me to keep it on thirty right. than try to put it at sixty oh, because like, it wasn't uh, consistent at sixty, and I just it kept throwing me off. Infamous Second Son had like uncapped frame rate, and it'd right. be around. It would just go all over the place well, and it was weird my friend told me that the um dark souls remaster screwed up because it runs too well and so it screwed up the timing for capra demon right so like if you you can get killed like immediately whereas in the original <sighs> mm. release it's supposed like it took a, a little while to load so you had like a second right. bef- to get up That's the stairs so before funny. the dogs and capra demon came in but now they can like kill you in the fog sometimes uh, which is really funny. Yeah, there, there's a lot of stuff in the programming that mm-hmm. could be frame rate dependent. If the game and Dark Souls is, is one of those. Bloodborne, too. Like yeah. They're, yeah. It's like all based on, like all the math in the entire game is based on the frame rate or whatever, something like that. To me, it's like having having worked with video for a billion years, Yeah, I notice it, but it doesn't bother me. My brain just adjusts right away. Sure. Where I notice it is when it's yeah inconsistent or dips below like 24. Then mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God, slideshow, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think the 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 basic way I could say is it just you know it it feels like it's it's clearer, like even oh, if yeah. the resolution is higher, it's still the frame rate can make it feel cleaner mm-hmm. and clearer. Yeah, I um, don't like it for four seconds <laughs> when I like on every GTA game when I realized that I went into every save file on my PlayStation PlayStation Five and was like, all right, okay, let's go to performance mode it was like kind of jarring just for a second and then yeah this is mm-hmm. clearly better yeah well but and the the human eye the human eye sees i mean obviously not really but like effectively at 60 frames per second sure so it can definitely have like a uh an impact on on your perception of did the yeah. hobbit do 120 one four, yeah, it was like forty-eight. 48 or yeah, something that looked like that. so stupid. Yeah, it was like, very weird. but it's fu- it, that would work for different genres. Just mm-hmm. again, like different games, like you're saying, racing, fighting, you know, stuff that you know, like Twitch-based stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I would argue about games. I would, I think every game looks better in sixty FPS. 
every sure. game. But I a th- movie yeah. is different. Well, I think something like Inscription, where like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's fluidness is going to make that whole game sing. But at the same time, like, there's kind of a PS1 roughness to the sure, whole experience. Yeah, right. That it's like, there are people are still making games that, like... It's an artistic choice. Or, yeah, that. So or something like, like Dusk, you know, like yeah. the stuff that New Blood's pumping out. Uh, like, it's kind of a celebration Sable of jank. has, like, a very interesting... Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the animation in that So, well. it's, yeah, it's... it's um th- This reminds me of, like, a Huber IMAX argument. You see that in IMAX Jones? I'm like, the answer is always no, dude. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like break my back to like go. I, you're, I know it's better. Mm-hmm. I know, but not every time. You know, you don't have to have a five star meal every single yeah. meal. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in my opinion, like it's not a, it's not a problem for most games if it's running at thirty. Like I think you know, thirty is entirely acceptable Tolerable. standard. It, it's it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but. As more games, you know, starting with this generation, have had those. Oh my God, I'm so happy. That toggles on have that, yeah. On PlayStation Five and Xbox Series X, it's just like I I hit it and go back and forth, and it's like, yeah, I, I'm gonna keep this on sixty. Yeah, like you know, Demon I, Souls do. When I played it in thirty, I was like, ugh. Yeah, this, I gotta go back. Like there was something <laughs> off with that. Like, yeah, I just don't understand why it looked that bad. At, I remember when I was playing mode. that, and then I was playing it here, and you guys saw me or something. And you were like, you're playing this in quality mode? You're and playing I was like, Forza. Oh, I, oh yeah, Forza. Like, What's happening? And then I like you guys noticed it immediately, and I was we, like, like, what? We PC gamered you. Yeah. And, we're like, and Why so are you I playing this it, frame rate? And I was like, okay, this is better. This is better, sure. We got to wrap up this podcast. We do Or Wars because we're not going to do bets. You ready for Or Wars? Yeah. Are you ready for Isla? Or Wars ready? Uh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent. <clears throat> Somebody need me too much. Ooh, good call. Somebody know me too well. Somebody pull me up short and put me through hell and give me support for or wars. Or wars. Who's going first? I was gonna say I love that. Fucking I went song, first last dude. time. I was it's a good song. I love sure, being go. alive. Huber loves to throw people under the or wars bus. Uh, Bloodworth, Leonardo, or Raphael. Oh, Leonardo, because Leonardo's got the reach, especially that first oh. Turtles game when, you, when you're like focused, having okay. to hit stuff through mm. platforms and everything's yeah, yeah. all awkward. And you're like, yeah, you get that, you get that katana up there, you get those mousers, yeah, that's that that you definitely want. You want that extra extra reach. The more reach you can get in those Turtles games, the better. Reach. Who's next? I'll go. Disneyland or Disney World? Oh, well. Disneyland's got accessibility from where I'm coming from, but I grew up going to Disney World, and Disney World has more lands. Um, but D- Disneyland is in California. Yeah. And World is in Florida. <laughs> so <close>. COVID-wise, <laughs> I don't know. But, I mean, I got to say World just because Epcot and Hollywood, nay, MGM Studios, now Hollywood Studios. Oh, man, I just love them. And Animal Kingdom, the the way they hid all the cages and stuff, it's 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 witch magic. It's science. It's beautiful. The, the cages they keep what, the what naughty is children hilarious? in. Yeah. My mom is convinced that I've gone to Animal Kingdom with them, and I have not. And she thinks I just forgot about it. I'm like, <laughs> she's she's photoshopped you into the pictures and How stuff. How would I forget? <laughs> uh, Brad Ellis, a gifted subscription to Stadia Ultimate or Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> uh, 
a Nintendo Switch Online, despite some of the quality, then there's some of the best games of all time on it's there. True. Like That's Ocarina of Time and Mario 64. That's why they got you. Sin and Punishment. Mm-hmm. Star Fox. Right. And I don't even know what the hell's on Stadia, so skip. All right. I've heard what I need to hear. Uh, I love that I was totally going for that the, they're they rivals on the team, Leonardo and Raphael. You went straight to combat, and I respect yeah. you. Brought it, brought it right back to gaming, right out of its comic roots. I will give you that win, Bloodworth, also because I missed you a lot. But hold on, not yet. Somebody need me too much. Somebody know me too well. Somebody pull me up short and put me through hell and give me support for or wars. Nice. I have a question. Yeah. Why is there singing for this segment? Not I'm not saying there is. I'm just curious how this came about. I know Kyle did it before, but how did this start? Is there is there any reason why, or is it just because you know, singing's fun? Jones, you can keep singing. No, I won't cool. stop you. No, I, I mean, yeah, it's. Uh, I can sense the turmoil. I mean, it's it's over. It's we're gonna do best like, this week. I don't so know. Don't worry about it, Brad. I just don't. Understand I don't think you'll be things. on next week. And by the time you're on back on, it's best. I, th- I mean, I think that's the whole point. Okay. Yeah. 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 Just so that's the, weird. I mean, there's one difference that I Joker I've noticed mentality, between Kyle's chaos. Right. and Brandon's. Right. Brandon's like, I'm gonna warn you about this. This right, is right, coming. Right. Get ready for it. Yeah. No, Kyle would just like. Right. No transition. No, yeah. You could just start singing out of nowhere. But you have a nice voice, Brandon. Thank you. So it's not yeah, like right. <laughs> weird to hear you sing. Right. I want it to be, though. I want people to be a little uncomfortable, though. You know, because you, when somebody sings, it's just uncomfortable. You're just, yeah, I'm like, uncomfortable because now I need, like, I've, fi- I've been finishing the song Being Alive in here. Right. Because you cut it off. I'm just like, Being Alive. Yeah. So good. Is show. it just because you're all theater people? Is Shout that like out to why Sondheim. all you sing? Uh, sure. Yeah, that was what I, I mean. I just, any opportunity to get some more Sondheim into people's lives, I'll take it. Jones, I won't stop you from doing what you like. I will stop people who want to go buy something of Stephen Sondheim's right now, and I will redirect them to patreon.com slash easyallies. <laughs> or, as I liked to call it earlier today, when Milo was listening to a podcast of a British gal who was reading stories to kids and also had a Patreon Mm. So I will invite you today to go to patreon.com slash easyallies. I was like doing dishes. Patreon. And Bandit came in the kitchen. Patreon. 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 Normally I wouldn't just start doing voices and doing accents and stuff like that. They also have a Patreon. We have a Patreon. Makes me feel good. They're reading for kids. We might be reading for kids. We might be reading for full grown adults that like games a lot. We do tons of game coverage, whether it is live or whether it is recorded. Twitch. Uh, YouTube, two different channels. All of that is primarily funded through Patreon. So thank you to all of our patrons and a shout out to our biggest patrons. Uh, we are now in the month of January and they uh, are just kicking ass month after month. Shout out to Caleb, Togi Crawford, L. Thanis, Greg, the Dark Knight Kettering, and Nick. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Daniel Bloodworth, you won. You get to promote any Easy Allies video you'd like to promote. You get the final word on anything you disagreed with, want to reiterate, or just popped into your head. And you get to sign off with your trademark sign-off. Funnel this energy into more wins through the year. Just (laughs) mentally think where you're at right now. Take it away. Uh, For video, I'm going to uh, go with uh, Friend Code. uh, That uh, shot with uh, Damiani and Jake James Lugo. Uh, We went for... Almost two and a half hours. Nice. Uh, <laughs> talking about uh, Nintendo's uh, 2022. Uh, and of course, just hours, just hours before the episode goes up, 
publicly, Nintendo announced the actual date for Kirby. Yeah. <laughs> Which is looking pretty good. Uh, very, very curious about that game. Uh, and then, uh, but uh, yeah, it was a fun time. One, like every dimension you could think of it. Switch Pro, Switch Next, <laughs> Mario Kart 9, all the different games coming out. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, for final word, uh, yeah, just sending love to uh, to the mics. Uh, Huber and Damiani both, right. you know, out for uh, various reasons that uh, they, they, they definitely need a sh- show of support. Um, and then uh, we'll see you before the next Blood Moon Rises. guys calm down a little bit over here yeah driving around and throwing holy water on a nintendo character and watching him scream in pain yes Yes. zach shacked get in here right now making it all drag oh hey